Iraqi officials say they are still recovering remains from the site of a mid-March U.S. airstrike in Mosul. So far, they've removed nearly 300 bodies from the scene. Residents are leaving the city by the busload, joining the more than 300,000 who have fled since the October start of a U.S.-backed offensive against ISIS. As with Syrians fleeing civil war, Iraqis have faced severe difficulties when seeking refugee status in developed countries. A 60-year-old would-be refugee from Iraq is grabbing attention in Australia. Refugee advocates there say the case highlights what they call systemic failures in the country's asylum system. Georgia Clark has this report. Refugee advocates say the case of a 60-year-old Iraqi asylum seeker is a testament to the shortcomings in the Australian refugee vetting process. The man known as Syed, who cannot be identified out of fear for his safety in Iraq, staged a three-week-long hunger strike after the Australian government rejected his petition for a refugee status. The man was slated for deportation late last month when activists formed a blockade on the road leading to the detention centre. Attorney Alison Batterson from Human Rights for All has been representing Syed since he received his deportation notice. On Monday out at Villawood Detention Centre, he was very scared, very frail, quite emotional. It's been a very opaque process for him. Syed came to Australia four years ago and has been living in immigration detention in Melbourne ever since. His initial application for refugee status was knocked back by the Department of Immigration and a tribunal merits review was also later rejected. It wasn't until years later that he understood his right to appeal the tribunal's decision. But the federal court rejected his application for appeal, saying that the 30-day appeal period had lapsed. Batterson says the complexities of the system stack the odds against refugees. It's a systemic issue in Australia's legal system is that you have people coming to Australia seeking asylum, persecuted, already quite damaged and distressed. Then they're introduced to a legal system which is very different to their one back at home. Either the asylum seeker doesn't realise that it's a 30-day period in which they have to appeal or they get lost in the system. Batterson says that the last resort, an application to the Immigration Minister for Ministerial Intervention, was also denied. The move follows two separate attempts by the Trump administration to temporarily block already approved refugees from resettling in the US. President Trump is also trying to back out of an agreement made by his predecessor to accept an unknown number of refugees in Australian-run offshore detention centres like Nauru and Manus Island. Professor Mary Crook says the current status of the deal is uncertain. We know nothing about about the deal. We don't know who is likely to be accepted. We know that not everyone will be accepted. The problem is that there are a number of people left languishing on Nauru and Manus Island who have no prospect of going to the US and nothing appears to be being done to find places. Even if the US resettlement deal goes through, it does not apply to immigrant detainees on the mainland like Syed. Batterson says that despite the knockback, she's still hopeful for him. There are cases of people in Australia who have been listed for deportation and for whatever reasons that didn't happen and they're now in the community on visas. And I'm still very hopeful that the Department and the Minister of Immigration and Border Protection will review his case. The Shadow Minister for Immigration and Border Protection was contacted but unable to provide comment.
Syed's story has reverberated internationally amidst growing concern about Australia's treatment of its refugees in controversial offshore detention centres. But with all avenues for appeal exhausted and his name listed for deportation, activists fear Syed's deportation is inevitable and indicative that Australia is unwilling to reverse its hardline stance towards refugees. Georgia Clark, FSRN.